Today at the Gamers for Life podcast, we are going to be discussing the Xbox Showcase finally debuted, and we got some stuff to say about it alongside the additional comments on Summer Game Fest, uh, which happened earlier this week as well, or past week. Uh, but be sure to tune in with us here at the Gamers for Life podcast. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to the Gamers for Life podcast, where each and every Friday, Saturday, and or Sunday, we discuss all things games and release these episodes here on Monday. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrell. With me is my man, Arthur. What is good, my guy? Nice shirt. Thanks uh, a lot. Trunch a lot. New job, new place. This is so last, so last week, you know, I had to buy a week. I moved. But yeah, a lot, a lot of new things this week. Hey, Fun but busy. Celebrating good times. I love it. And with us is, since it is Sunday, church is among us here. My man, church in the building. What's going on, buddy? Uh, nothing much, man. Just I've been looking forward to this day for a long time. So it feels good that we finally got a showcase. So I'm excited to talk about it. Absolutely. I was, re- I don't know why I was super nervous the last eight hours. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I really want this to do well. <laughs> You know, like I was, I was listening to our last episode, you know, like I was just like incredibly nervous, but, um, I am as well, really happy to talk about this here. I think, uh, uh, yeah, just, it's nice when there's like some game shit that we can all discuss, uh, brand new game stuff. It's, it's what I, it's, it's why we're still doing the pod. So, um, but anyway, uh, if you are watching or listening to this, uh, hello, be sure to like, subscribe on the YouTube channel where we have our Gamers for Life episodes via video. Got a couple of audio ones, but all mostly video. Uh, great stuff here. Uh, if you want, Be sure to also subscribe for Arthur's great streaming uh, as well on the channel. We have been streaming Diablo 4. Yes, we all paid $70, but if you've played Diablo 4, you know it's goddamn good and goddamn addicting. And it's fun because we've been playing all together as well, which has been... And some uh, of us paid more than 70 surprisingly. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, bro. So no us, yeah, some of us, some of us hardcore go all in, which is all good. Uh, but anything else additional to Gamers for Life, such as like the podcast application, if you prefer to check out the audio instead, you know, you can also uh, be sure to follow us on whatever app you decide to use. Anything else, Gamers for for life go to linktree.com forward slash gamers for life that is the one-stop link to all the stuff regarding to the show and here at the gamers for life podcast we read uh the news while you can watch or listen to what you choose clicking on the links of the time code within the description of the episode so you can go to exactly what you want to uh hear about or or watch about um or you can just watch the whole goddamn episode <laughs> or listen to the whole episode here at the Game of Life podcast. And uh, not a lot of news because the news, we've already seen it, which was the Xbox showcase. And this has been long uh, awaited. Uh, and especially with all the previous current events, we have been very curious to see how Phil Spencer and the Xbox team will pull off this. What we will see. Pretty excited. I will just start with general impressions. Um, I want to go around general impressions we should do a grading system as well if you were to give this a grade as well we did that for playstation um let me start with arthur arthur generally what were your just very top of the line impressions of what your thoughts were on the showcase and give it a grade if you uh give, give it a grade i i loved it i i'm going b plus a minus there i want to do more this definitely was not bad this was you i cannot say this was bad this was like okay you know when you go to see a Godzilla movie 
and you get annoyed there's a ton of humans in your Godzilla movie. You just want to see the monsters fight. That was this showcase. that We had Drill. Not only do you want Drill, there was no lizard people talk. The reason there was no lizard people talk, there was no people. We only heard, like, during the <laughs> actual conference, two to three people talk. Not even, I don't mean throughout the conference. I mean three times that was it. So we got... Game every time the showcase opened and we there was like another game, another game. Church is like, okay, we're just gonna keep going. Okay, we're just gonna keep on going. Like we just it was just game, games, 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 games. Um the the reason I the only reason I can't personally do it better, like they killed it a plus out the park, is only because personally I didn't see more of the games I kind of wanted to see, which was mainly state of the K3, um, Hades 2. Uh, Hollow Knight 2, Swan, Silk Song. Um, but that's going to be more, more of a personal bias. The game's on your fantasy said, card. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Um, well, you know, case 3 is on my fantasy card. I just want to see more of it. But that being said, overall, it's like B plus A minus. Because now I feel like the more you look into it, you might see some more hesitant things. But again, I come into these events like I do a movie theater drill. I'm a simple man. Was in, was I entertained? And God damn it, we saw Game Pass all over the fucking place. So I was very entertained. I was very happy looking at all these games. For the most part, I'm not going to have to buy. Um, overall impressions, I'll keep it short because now we're going to go into detail of it. But that was my thing. We got, we I kept saying it throughout the whole showcase. Say less, do more. When I mean, I mean like literally humans talking less. That's what it was. It was just game, game, game. Cool, there's that lady. Game, 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 game. Worst fail, fail show up the end. Um, so A minus B plus for that. Definitely the wrap up my overall things. Um, as we get ready to wrap up this quote unquote E3, not E3 season, I think Xbox took it. That being said, I forgot off the top of my head when Nintendo is. Honestly, I've been moving. I, I started a new job. So Dory Brain's kicking kind of hard for gaming things. I forget Nintendo already had their conference. Um, or for, honestly, if we talked about it, like I said, had a lot stuck on the side. But as of right now, as, as we get to the tail end of this quote unquote E3 season, um, I think Xbox is taking it, taking the W home so far. Very nice. Your thoughts, Church? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of echoing the same sentiments as Otho. If I had to rank it, I think it's, uh, I think it's a nine out of ten. I think it's a very solid showcase um, this season. I think it's the best one we have between summer showcase, summer game showcase, PlayStation showcase. Um, and I'm gonna go out on a limb right now and say it's gonna be better than Ubisoft's Plus Direct that we have going at this time. Oh, um, facts. Unless we get a Splinter Cell review, <laughs> yeah, then it's like the world crashes at that point. Um, overall, I think Xbox came and delivered what they were supposed to do. Um, I mean, I, I even think last year's showcase was pretty tight too as well. Um, and it has everything that I, I wanted the showcase to have. Um, I know they said they didn't do a 12-month look away. I personally wanted a 12 to 18 months, you know, into the future. And that's what we got. You know, I'm looking down, look at the look at the list of games that they showed, um, first party studios and what's coming to platform. It's in that window. I mean, they so I'm, I'm very happy. And they started out big in the show, which kept me like guessing like, yo, you, you got some of the big hitters at the beginning. Like, where are we going to end this? You know, and I think yeah. they showed what all the fans of Xbox wanted to see. 
and the question that and answer the questions that we have or at least uh gave us more info at the time so definitely definitely um no i definitely i definitely agree with that and then uh for myself i think yeah i would give it if i were to grade this i'd probably give it an a minus um i think with with not having 12 months but your games are around 12 months <laughs> you know there there there's a there's a bucket of games that are going to be out this year in the next 3 months which i think is amazing you know a lot of stuff out in september a lot of stuff out in october um and then having stuff out early 2024 again it's not a it's not a time that they have to commit to because they didn't say they're going to but they did say early 2024 for a lot of these games right uh like you said, it, a lot of the stuff that they've talked about was around a 12-month time frame. Uh, I do agree with Arthur as far as some of those games that we have been waiting for that they have initially announced, like the State of Decay 3, um, like the Hades 2. Me, Gears of War is kind of the biggest one. That Even if they didn't show full gameplay, just give me something that shows we know you guys are waiting for this. We just want to let you know we're we're this is gonna be this is gonna be badass, you know. I wish I had some type of a gears announcement, but avowed I think was a very was one that we had been waiting for. That I was like, yes, they showed avowed, you know. <laughs> a little bit of a different. I feel like it, like you said, Arthur. I think it's a little bit different of an art style than what I initially saw from the original one. The original one, I feel like it was less shell shell shaded uh still nice still cool yeah. you know like, like we we're talking about as we were watching it i was like i'm okay with the mix of both I, i'm hyper realistic shell shaded mix of both i'm a fan of both art styles that's completely fine with me um but i'm glad i saw it in general so yeah i think i would give this uh and then i i'm um, I know we'll go into more details as far as what are some of our favorite games that we we saw. We don't have to go line by line because you know, that's boring. But um, the the fact that Phil Spencer did talk at the end of it, I am happy that he did because I know he got his ass ripped apart by online. You know, I know that he just had a really bad week, one of the worst weeks probably of his career, uh, with the whole Redfall situation. But I do like that, you know what, regardless of that fuck up, you are still the captain of the ship. You still need to present yourself. You still need to, you know, talk about Xbox, whether or not people believe you or not. You're still the captain of the ship. So I'm glad that we did still see uh, Phil talk at the end. Um, I think it was smart that he wasn't the first person that we saw, that we saw um, uh, Miss Bond. I forgot her first name. Um, I think she's a part of the marketing team, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's you okay. Know. Her last name is much more memorable than her. I know that's why I remembered it, but uh, I'm glad that we saw Phil at the end. You know, kind of put, you know, kind of just, uh, you know, book and the whole thing. We saw Todd Howard, which is fine. He didn't have his jacket, so there wasn't much I could shit on, especially with that Starfield uh, I release. I would have missed that. I would have missed that E3 bingo right there. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so yeah, quickly, I will say I'll give it an A minus. Um, out of all the conferences I've seen, I know we'll talk about Summer Game Fest last, but uh, this is the best one out of the three, in my opinion. Um, out of the three, in my opinion, I'll say this is the best. Now, I'm going to start with you, Church. Uh, tell me about the games that you were excited for in general. We don't have to go line by line, but the games that stuck out to you where you're like, oh, fuck, <laughs> that you're excited about. Yeah, I mean, uh, things that jumped out to me at the beginning, um, uh, was was Fable, right? You know, that that's what we kicked off the showcase. Like, bam, what was Fable at? We thought that game was the furthest away 
Um, and they didn't have any release date this time, but they gave us in-game footage. Um, and that one got me excited. Like, oh shit, you're starting with this? This is clearly like a closer type material of the game. So I was I was excited off jump. I love British humor. I, I love the uh, <laughs> direction of the art style in the game. So I, I was just thrilled from that point. Um, and then what was very surprising for me uh, was the compulsion games that we finally saw, you know, what they were working on. Um, and then what got me really excited was Persona 3 Reloaded, Game Pass. I'm a big JRPG fan. I, I love Persona 5 to the fullest. So when Persona 3 came out, we have the remake, Day 1 Game Pass in 2024. That was a huge win for me. I was like, oh, this is really exciting. And then just going down the list um, real quick. So we had uh, Hellblade. Um, I thought it might be a 2023 release, but Hellblade 2... Uh, we we got some new uh, gameplay footage. It, it looks stunning. I can't wait to see more I'm, along with that ride, but another 2024 game. And then we had Like a Dragon 2. Um, I love the Yakusu series. Uh, another 2024 release, but it looks like it's not Japan. So this is a, a new take on the series. I, I, I kind of want to see more. Right. Um, I have a sneaking suspicion that would come to Game Pass eventually. If not right away, I mean the entire Yakuza games are on Game Pass. You know, the all of them. All of them. Yeah. Like the partnership with Sega is amazing. And that's what's surprising about the showcase. The the partnership with Sega slash Atlas is coming through. I guess that Xbox has been cultivating this entire time. Um, and because that leads to my next game, which is basically Persona 5 uh, Tactics. It's a fire emblem style game. I'm a big fan of that game. So another yeah. new persona game coming to xbox game pass this year november 17 2023 huge i like this absolutely this great i like the chibi art style um the missus she wants to play the game too she loves persona as well so I'm like, okay like that's awesome like we we really get in the presence of sega and atlas and then they announced the next game i, I forget the name it's i think it's like metamorphosis exile it was, it was a long name it was long. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it was very epic. It reminded me of a Capcom like title name, but it's it's the new game from from the creators of Persona Four and Persona Five, which is not tied to the Shimigami Tensei saga. So I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And then what's really cool about it is it's a big win for Xbox. It's a JRPG that's not exclusive to PlayStation. That's coming to Xbox. Now it's not on Game Hell Pass. Yeah. And that's fine, but we're not left alone in the desert. We're not, we're not, we're not thirsty. So, like, I think the JRPG fans are very excited, and we got a great partnership with Sega going through it. So those moments had me like, out of my seat. Um, and then circling back real quick, I vowed, you know, right yeah. there at the beginning. Finally, like surprisingly, yes. yeah. Like, I'm not saying a quiet drop, but I wasn't expecting like a steam line transition i was expecting you know like a human to come out and now something we've been working on yeah bump up like a presentation like fanfare they were like fuck that game game <laughs> game 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 yeah straight to it straight to avowed um i thought it was like assassin's creed the way he was walking on the dock i've seen that walk so many times yeah <laughs> when it comes to games um, i thought it was like a black flag remake because like a the opening the opening frame shot looked like a yeah right um yeah. and it just looks cool i like the art style i like some kind of cartoony art style that just I like when games are sometimes just games. Like it's it's okay. I like the you know photorealistic you know look when we get to games, but games could be anything. You know, it could just be fun. It could be goofy, and I feel like Avowed art style has some of that. 
Now, I've yeah. always been on the fence of this game just because, hey, I you know, we've just seen the title. I don't know what the style of gameplay is supposed to be. We hoped it was like an Elder Scrolls type of game from Obsidian. And that looks like exactly what we're about to get. Yep. I've seen some sword fighting. I've seen some magic. Uh, it, it seems very reminiscent to Morrowind. So I'm like, yo, this is coming next year. Now, and this is what I mentioned at the beginning, 2024 games. The 2024 slot of Xbox just looks so packed. And this is what Phil was talking about in terms of his, he can see the dominoes. I'm seeing the dominoes in the showcase. Now, big question was, are they going to hit the dates? I don't know. But in terms of presentation, what we wanted to heal, I wanted the 12 to 18 month window. And that's what I got when it comes to Xbox. And, that, and it's all on Game Pass. Let me know why I'm subscribed to the service. And they definitely delivered, at least for me as a fan, like I have everything that I'm kind of looking forward to. Sea of Thieves got me excited too again as well. And, I mean, I could go on. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm so glad we parted up. I'm so glad we parted up to watch this. Cause, cause, that, yeah. cause again, that's cause that brings you back to E3. Like you watch yeah. it with your boys, you watch it live. And it was a little funny cause, cause uh, church was like 10 seconds ahead of us. He'd be like, Oh, it was like funny drill. I, like, I got it. I got drill. I got like a sample of what it's like. You hearing my epiphany face. <laughs> and oh. then, when it's coming because that was church he would be like oh and i'd be like awesome like give it time give it time oh star wars rebels or you know, outlaws or, something like that. Yeah. or like um but but again from as a wit as a witness as a witness like overall just as a tone i know not to cut you off too much church but man dude like hearing you message and us talk about like the ps4 conference versus this one is yeah. night and day this this <laughs> felt like more like those hype moments those excited moments like you know you we're going to be talking about it versus like uh so that game got announced cool and the other thing that's the other thing too it's weird because church you mentioned the 18 month thing we we came into this being told like hey we're not going to really have a 12 month calendar but but a ton of dates by like actual release dates for also expansions, including cyberpunk, um, phantom something or Liberty cities. I've heard what's called the phantom. A lot of expansions like to see if these thing has yeah. a date. A lot of games have a date, but then like you're just saying 12 to 18 months for now, 20, 2024 came up everywhere. So next year's look, dude, next year's next year's looking stacked. And it was really, it was just really funny to have church. Like, give us a prequel of like a, a snippet of what's to come. He'd be like, Oh, I guess that's cool. But you know, 10 seconds with 10 seconds with him, 10 second events. Like, oh, okay, we got a good game coming. Completely man. And it's, it's, and what's, I think what stands out about this conference more than PlayStation juxtaposing the two real quick is that PlayStation, uh, my takeaway from that was those 2024 looks dry for PlayStation. Well, they, we didn't get any game announcers for 2024. Right. We, we, we know Spider-Man's coming, but the biggest thing is that we didn't know what was coming next. Right. I feel like we have to wait until the next E3 where we get that list. Now, I'm, it seems like I'm going to be eating good over here on Xbox. I got some games to play to fill out the year and, and I could I could see the dominoes and I, I wish they fall. But what was amazing here to me, coming from a PlayStation background, Microsoft and Xbox is more of a multiplayer console. Like, I Absolutely. feel like a lot of the games, Gears is co-op, multiplayer. But what we've seen here this time was a lot of single player content, story, story games. It's something that we've been wanting from Xbox. And yeah. I, like back to back deliveries of these type of experiences. Now, they didn't abandon multiplayer. Like, shit, we were talking about, what was it? Lotus was like 
33 yeah. co-op oh, like okay. uh 33 uh, <laughs> yeah. 33 immortals 33 immortals yeah 33 immortals like yeah. tower uh, born so with with that i know we all have our thing there's a million things going on but there's something i do like a quick tangent that church already touched on two of them it's like with this xbox conference we saw them like unintentionally just the way we're talking where from where we're seeing it's like we we saw things we normally see at a sony conference but i feel like xbox did it better and the two things i mean by that jrpgs and single player story driven games that was like the trope we said for years even us working in retail we said you want more online cooperative based games you're going to your xbox you're going to your left for dead you're going to you know your portal twos you're going to those gears of war you're going to halo you want your story single player games you got your naughty dog over on playstation you got your jrpgs dude like i said church was eating all this jrpg stuff up everything persona is game pass each and like a dragon two's coming out not in gay pass, but it's still coming and it's still showing at, the, at, at this Xbox showcase. And again, another thing we normally see that Sony just deliver, I feel like almost, I'm not saying lazily now, but I feel like because it almost that competition hasn't been there, a ton, a ton of single player story driven games. They opened it up, um, they, they, they opened it up with Fable and then we had um, South of Midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Hellblade 2, which, Hellblade 2, which looks, um, which looks amazing. Oh, yeah um star wars outlaws i'm guessing that's be a single player story game that one's more be like be open world than story i would say because it, it's ubisoft like we said we're going to get open world and towers and whatnot but we saw a lot of elements that are really if not foreign to xbox never really focused on and here's the thing not only is it being focused on it's gonna be on fucking game pass <laughs> facts yep yep yeah man um uh yeah so i guess I'll, I'll i'll jump in here so yeah it's it's crazy man i just feel like they they checked all the boxes they checked a lot of boxes i'll say that for myself um there's a couple of games that i wish they showed but the avowed you know i i the last you know episode i was like where's the vowed give me a vowed they gave me a vowed i said oh shit this is crazy like that that's what that was my that was my first whoa like factor you know as yeah. far as like fable i was like oh they give me more they give me updates on fable that's cool i i had no like <laughs> I didn't think that that would show up at all. Like, I'll be completely honest. So yeah, that was definitely, yeah, that was a hundred percent a true surprise for me. And an uh, opener too. Exactly. And an opener and, 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 and fable is, you know, obviously you guys know, you know, fable is one of the old school IP, like exclusive Xbox IPs. So the fact that that showed there definitely once signified like, Hey, like we're, we're going back to our roots in a sense. And then as we know, we all know as far as fable, you know, it's a single play- player adventure story game. You know I mean? I don't think that there's, there's some multiplayer elements to some of the later ones, but you know, kind of to the core mechanic of it. So you are right, Arthur, as far as it being, you know, like where you are getting a little more experiences or seeing that, Hey, single player games aren't dying. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, there are some pockets where we're going to have some live service stuff, but we are, we are remembering as far as like some of these stories that we can execute via single player. And also I think a lot of those games too, um, are very kind of indie esque type studios. You know what I mean? Uh, I would argue that don't nod is kind of like, on like the, the tightrope of like full studio slash indie and with their game, just sand, very interesting and, and curious to check out. Um, um, very different from obviously from uh, you know their uh, 
their tell me why and life is strange stuff. So yeah. very curious to see how that is going to be. Um, and then obviously the big uh, uh, spaceship elephant in the room, Starfield, right? We saw elongated, you know, uh, the, the Starfield direct after the show, um, which to me is, you know, I, I said here before, you know, as far as, uh, hey, I have to be gullible about this. I've been wanting a game like this ever since I was a kid, very literally. And uh, it seems like they're really, even though it's a 25 old IP, it seems like they're really packaging this up the best way possible uh, and giving a lot of really great experiences. And I know we talked about Arthur and Church as far as like, it seems like it's a game where you can, you can play this as simple as you want or as complex as you want so if yeah. you want to fucking you're hiring people you're customizing ships you're, you're fucking people <laughs> you're, you're creating outposts you're buying stuff like you want to go hardcore great if you just want to do the story you can do that as well if you just want to discover go to planets and just travel uh find raw materials you can do that as well so it, it, I, I love that i love the, the the variety around that right and then the music sounds amazing and then to your point church you were, i remember you were talking about as far as the combat like it seems like it's a lot more fluid than yep. your typical bethesda skyrim type game you know and then the fact of it being swapped out from uh, three uh, a third person to first person you know you can choose i think that is also uh pretty great as well because usually when it comes to skyrim especially in third person very janky you know like even more janky than the first person uh, when it comes to combat so yeah i'm those are some of my hues like oh shit and then uh that metamorphosis game even though i'm not a big i'm not a super hardcore jrpg fan i respect the art i respect the art entirely uh, definitely um i do respect that xbox is still continuing that you know like you said arthur as far as like hey all the all the fucking um uh, what are the games? Yeah, the Yakuza games on you know been on Game Pass mad long, and then having you know more of these of these games for the the folks that worked on Persona, and then that the Metamorphosis game to me is the one where I was like, that looks fucking cool. I would play that shit. Yeah. You know, um, to me that was the one that that kind of uh, raised my uh, perked my eyes up, you know, in a sense. So. Yeah, man, there was a lot that they gave here that were actually like, oh, shit moments, you know, and uh, so even though it was just kind of like a, like this compilation of videos, I think they, they, they gave us the right stuff. They gave us some release dates on games coming out 90 days from now. Uh, I think it was a pretty smart play and i'm glad they didn't bring up redfall <laughs> nope. right. you know, it's like it's like I don't care if you're fixing it. Um, I don't want to see it. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't say they brought nothing. I mean, like, if you're to like literally do a timestamp, I feel like of a one hour long conference, mind you, we did stay the extra hour for the Starfield deep dive, but of the hour long conference, it felt like it was 99% games with 1% humans. Yeah. It, it, it went by pretty fast. And I think to your point, it was like show uh, rather than tell. So they yep. just kind of let like, hey, we know like, the biggest question after Red Falls, so can Xbox deliver on games? And they just hit you with the big hitters at the beginning, the fables, the compulsions. They say, hey, you wanted to vow, here you go. We're like, not even 10 minutes in, you like everything we wanted was at the front line of the showcase. It's like, what else do you have, you know, to show us at the end? Um, and again, um, they're saying the same thing. They just delivered, right? Um, we had good games uh, like Payday 3, 
was, you know, day yeah. one on Game Pass. You know, I wouldn't play Payday 3, but he'll get, again, a multiplayer game game on game pass coming with lies of p which we didn't get another like uh trailer for again but that's yeah. also coming this year so those games are coming out in 2023 on game pass that we're not even in the showcase and exactly. that's really cool where you have that much content and we're seeing what a full um full steam engine of a microsoft game studios can be where they have 21 studios and they only showed 11 of the studios right we, you know we still have questions about, about machine games we know the indiana jones games are coming out with um you know state of the decay 3 which you know these are all things we want but like i think what we got right now is it's cool and if we can deliver this in 2024 and get the remaining half of the of the studios next year for the E3, like I think we'll be doing pretty, pretty good, you know. Um, yeah. not gonna lie. And uh, so my camera's. I think your camera off. just connected to your phone. Yeah, it, it did. Oh, <laughs> I made the sentence connected to your phone. Oh, at this point, so I'm trying. I'm trying to set this up. Um, you know, they even got release date of Forza, right? Let me see if I can get this going. Sorry, gentlemen. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be an Dude. Xbox showcase if uh, if Forza wasn't mentioned. So, to Trigger's point real quick, as you get your camera get your camera fixed, looking all slick there, This it was weird because for me, it was there, like, there, there were games that were missed that we didn't see, like Gears, like State of Decay 3, like Kojima's Passion Project, like these other things that's been yeah. in the background. But again, these are all things that's coming to me like now that we're settling. But again, I'm an in-the-moment E3 guy because it is an event. I know it's not E3, so I can't. I had to come out with an asterisk. But we come out and treat it like as fans, let's be honest. We treat it like an event. We treat it like, you know, we clear a day. I'm making popcorn. You guys are snacking. We're all hanging out. Again, even though there's all these, there's a few games we didn't get, we got surprised left and right. Like Church and I are immediately talking about like, man, Sea of Thieves. Oh, well, I want to get back. I want to get back on that. I want to get back on that now. Um, we're talking about Towerborn, that fun cooperative game looking out. And Jarrell, but I, before you go into the big, not in its own tangent, but its own category, I will say this, Jarrell. I'm excited for Starfield. And I did not think I came, I've been, yeah, I've been burned burned time and time again from that man and i don't know maybe he's getting a new leaf maybe phil told him if you show up with that jack on again i'm gonna bitch laugh you and he didn't <laughs> and he like like i said in a good way drill i would have missed all my burrito bets or bingo card of e3 there was no lizard people yeah there was no um me booing too much i'll say this of pod howard compared to normal i did get i did get a rifle boo in fallout 76 i'll say that but again yeah. it wasn't you know there was no jacket there was no hi let me sell you a product because you know up until now it's like let me sell you this let me pay you this you know and i will say this week as we as i think more in a starfield i'm i am kind of blending the starfield showcase with the xbox one but but again you know it even though it got a, a few minor misses, they did get three, which is the biggest one I was excited for. So many huge hits I'm looking forward to now. Again, with cooperative, like 33 Immortals. 33 Immortals is by the same people that did Spiritfarer, which I love, by the way. Try Spiritfarer on Game Pass. It's a very good, relaxing game. And something I said time and, ten, time and, ten, time and time again, Drill, that's why I like Game Pass, for this exact reason. You play a game from a company, and the second you hear they're making something else, I'm in. That's all I need. I played Spiritfarer. I love Spiritfarer. 33 Immortals, it's a very different type. It's like a 2D 
indie rating game, which I can't think I've described any game like that before. Um, but I'm excited. I'm, I'm again, I'm excited for it because I tried their last product on Game Pass. This was a huge win of the conference, man. Yeah, it, it was good. And then we, you know, I, I do want to talk about Starfield, but like, you know, that's a huge segment here. But I, I do yeah. want to capture some of the less games you're talking about. But that's the cool thing about the power of the Game Pass. And it's kind of hard to rate the showcase. So when you're watching Sony or anybody else, it's like, this is $70 I got to chip out to. And we were everything and everything in, in yeah. the perfect future, right? Xbox is firing all, on all cylinders, right? And it, it just keeps rolling. Right. You you buy these games, you, you get Game Pass and you have access to all these games. And then if you still have Game Pass, you're still going to have access. New subscribers can come in like, hey, man, you want you want to come to the Xbox ecosystem because you think Starfield's cool. Cool. Get yourself a Series S, you know, or a more powerful, a cheaper version. Get Game Pass. Not only do you get Starfield, but everything else listed on this list. You can just try out as soon as you're done with Starfield. And there's a back catalog, too, just for you there. And it, it gives... The value is just insane, like, yeah. at this point. And it's just... And they keep releasing it. It's it's going to be intense. Um, I do want to give kudos for uh, Microsoft. They always support games after the release. You know, so we saw the Sea of Thieves new DLC content, which is really cool. Fallout 76, you know, people don't like the game, but there's still new stuff coming out for yeah. it. So that's that's exciting to see. Same thing with Elder Scrolls. Again, you know, just continuation of support of, of a game. And um, I, I mean, I guess even Cyberpunk got DLC, but I think that's paid. Flight yeah. Simulator. Huh? Flight, yeah, is that a sequel, yeah. Flight Simulator? So um, it sounded like it. So that's why we, so real quick, tangent on that is I got confused because they showed a game called Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024. And then they showed it do an expansion. So I didn't, I didn't do any Googling church, but looking at it, I think that 2024 thing is going to be entirely a different game because like I said, there was so, so much new stuff that we've never seen in a flight simulator game. Cause like I was talking, you know, like for, the, for those of you aren't familiar, in terms of simulator, the truest, in my opinion, simulator on earth is Microsoft Flight Simulator. You are just flying. You want to shoot jets, play as combat. You just want to fly. You want to create weather-like conditions, land, you know, landing gear, everything like that, flight simulator. So when they showed all this, like, you know, you're putting out fires, you're doing search and rescues. I'm like, this is going to be a, technically a huge expansion, but it sounds like it's its own separate standalone, which I'm kind of okay with. But whereas Dune, so for example, Dune, is an is an expansion into the actual flight simulator game like the same way they did maverick they they did top gun maverick into flight simulator and halo i know halo was its own thing but they did add the pelican into flight simulator so dune is an expansion into the actual flight simulator whereas 2024 is its own little separate search and rescue thing and and that's what gets me excited about flight simulator i would never have touched this type of game like flying from point a to point b from airport to airport is not how i want to spend my time but the, the expansion of, of like search and rescue missions where I can choose different helicopters and the physics changes like that seems like a challenging thing like let me get yeah. this bus and get them back but that seems like a game to me right even with the AL aviation even with the planes where you're racing through like an obstacle course they have shown too there's so much to it that because of game pass now like I can just download it one day like yo let me try out flight simulator it just seems like it's really cool and that's that's the type of the support i like when it comes from microsoft like they're taking something that already exists and giving um additional life to it you know a, a breath of fresh air um so you can come back and see it again 
Um, Elephant and plus, real quick too, Church of Catrafa. I'll say we do a flight something here. The dude, the next time there's the next time there's an oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico, churches be like, "I got, I got you guys. Let me I help you." Out. <laughs> help us the on the way. <laughs> I'm on the way. Yo, um, I got, I got two, I got, I got two hundred hours into into oil rig search and rescue. Yo, I got this. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let me. I want to just touch on the worst part about the showcase real quick. Okay. True. Um. So Overwatch show showed up. <laughs> Overwatch yes, showed up yes, at the showcase. <laughs> yes, man. Um, worst part, easily the worst part of the showcase. Um, surprising they had a presence. Um, that's a dead game walking, man. I never thought we had another zombie game showing, you know. Um, but here we are again. <laughs> <This guy. laughs> um, yeah, I, I just, love it. Uh, for the audience members, um, since the announcement of the PVE portion of the game being de-scoped and de-sized to, from the initial uh, vision, I just have a bitter taste in my mouth. And that's kind of what they showed at the showcase. They showed like the cinematic trailer of the story missions of Kaoda's actually talking to. It's, it's what you wanted from Blizzard the entire time. And a part of me got excited. I was like, dang, this actually kind of looks cool. But then two weeks ago, I remember like, oh, wait. It's not going to have any of the things that we That's wanted the to weird have. Thing. It's, it's because it, it's so bad. Let me. I, I'll let you jump in, in a second for an author. But the last thing was it's not going to yep. have any of the skill trees we wanted. And the last PVE event we had co-op in the game a couple weeks ago was just terrible. It, it wasn't fun to play. So that the worst part of the show for me, man. So. <laughs> Ahead, I was gonna say that's I was gonna say that's the weird thing because there's me there's a lot of people that's going to have seen this showcase but may not be aware of the that that interview update from two weeks ago. So they're thinking they're getting PVE like they're promised the whole time. So I feel like there's gonna be a se- a smaller second way of coming of people being realized that they are lied to. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, exactly. I mean, unless. This Activision Blizzard deal goes through. Um, no mention of that in the showcase. Didn't expect anything to be mentioned there. Maybe Overwatch can be saved, but like, yeah, I just another wave of people gonna be disappointed. Uh, um, yeah, this the Overwatch. Uh, it's it's so sad to see the state. So. That's a good that's a good point. You mentioned that too, as far as um, the 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 Activision deal not really being present, which I think is great. I think yeah. it's good. Like, hey, let's focus on the games. Let's focus on what we know is coming out or what we want people to show based on, you know, where they're at in the process of these games being made. Let's focus on that for the gamer. And, and it was a complete placebo effect. I completely forgot about the Activision deal as I was watching the showcase. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just like, oh, this is cool. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that they did a good job definitely with that. As far as for the worst uh, thing in the showcase, I probably have to agree with you. I'm not, I, I've am not. never played Overwatch, but I know how a lot of people are pissed off, such as y'all. Um, so I can see how that kind of being a man. Uh, I feel like Forza is one of those things where you kind of have to check that box uh, as far as it's, it's a part of the brand. It's been a part of the brand forever um since the beginning in a sense but i've never been a big fan of Forza, so that was kind of like yeah i could do without this um and then there was another game that seemed a lot like bioshock but it wasn't bioshock clockwork revolution yeah so that's one of the last games that they showed i don't know i'm kind of uh i'm i'm in the middle on that one i don't know if it, it excited me as well as it could have um 
uh, yeah, like I said, Bioshock Infinite vibes, even a little bit of Atomic Heart in some of the scenes too, where I'm like, okay, I've kind of seen a little bit of that. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if that type of art really excites me to play. Um, it kind of reminds me of We Happy Few as well. Um, True. Yeah, a little, Another a little Bioshock inspired game too. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I know that game like, like it's, it's just like a fucking mess from a gameplay perspective, but um. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Drill, do you want to know what We Happy Few and Clockwork Revolution have in common? Mm. They're both on Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Doo, 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 doo. Um, yeah. So I mean, uh, and then as far as the last comparison, I would say if I were to compare this to, obviously there's Summer Game Fest. Well, well that'll be at the back end of the show. But uh, the last comparison I have as far as to Sony, I feel like. Because I had to take a step back, right? So I was like, okay, what, what makes this, what really makes this better compared to the PlayStation Showcase? Are we just eating Xbox's dick because we're such a big fan of Game Pass? Or is it actually a better showcase? And I think what makes it better is that there is entirely an Xbox DNA um, and Xbox DNA within the showcase with the videos that they showed. So like you said, Arthur, they, they, they showed their support with Game Pass as far as like when the, for the JRPG stuff. Um, like you said, Church, as far as them uh, supporting content for their older games, you know, Sea of Thieves was a huge surprise for me. I was like, wow, I'm still seeing shit about the Sea of Thieves. That's yeah. very exciting because I remember when they first showed that fucking game. I think we're, I think we're at your, you're in, you in a Victor's place, uh, Arthur, when, when they yeah. first initially showed Sea of Thieves. So the fact that there's, were, I'm still seeing it as far as the DLC, very impressive. You know, and then uh, the dates, you know what I mean? And even though we were kind of like, uh, there's no 12-month window, but oh, okay, there's a six-month window. <laughs> a lot of these games, very impressive, you know what I mean? And they made a point to show the dates. I think one of the last things, too, which I don't know if I agree with this as far as the direction, but it makes a lot of sense, especially with who they're marketing Game Pass towards, large population, their support for the Series S, you know, making a terabyte uh, and making it all in black, so it looks much more sleek you know that white box with the circled black <laughs> thing in front of it is just a very odd box you know like as far as the design feature so now that it's more so mirrored with the series uh, uh x you know as far as just putting them side by side as far as a little bit of uniformity as far as the design goes uh i'm all for that you know i don't know if i if i agree with just more support for the s but as far as people being a play being able to play a majority of the games yes they probably can't play starfield but they can play the majority of the games and have more space you know for game pass as far as you know the downloads or whatever if you're not doing the cloud that's cool you know what i mean so i think that's just very smart i think uh smart to show much better than project q or the fuck it was for the playstation thing where it's like hey here's this screen thing that's we don't know how much it is you know, like because i was i was looking at i'm like what it makes more sense just to buy like a, the backbone the mobile that mobile controller it's like a 100 bucks but it does like the same shit except you're using your phone instead of a screen it's 1080p i'm like this makes no goddamn sense sony but anyway <laughs> uh, back to back to this i think that's what separates it there's much more of a, a, a core console dna they delivered on release dates you know especially with the games that uh they should that are close near and dear fable they said what did the, what did they say 2024 church yeah uh yeah 
2024. At least they said it. You know what I mean? Like, at least they said it. At least they didn't say, like, hey, here's, here's Snake Eater. When's it coming out? He's working on it. Ooh. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Right. <laughs> so, oh, you so... have to go to a different showcase to get right. the <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. You got to tweet, tweet Jeff Keeley. Hey, yeah, Jeff. I'll just say, how someone, how someone tweet the release date like Sony. <laughs> So, so like for not being like an E3 showcase, like you said, Arthur, for not being an E3 showcase, but being a compilation of videos um, of content of games that are coming out, incredibly impressive. So I would take that over whatever Sony gave me, you know what I mean? Especially because 16 of those games that Sony talked about were games that are coming out and everything else. So again, back to the DNA. So that is, that's probably my bookend as far as just comparing it to PlayStation. Um... Do we want to start talking about Starfield? Well, Who wants to go first? Or sorry, uh, go ahead, Church. Yeah, I just want to say what's really cool about this is going. Um, what I think what separates this showcase. This I want, I want to talk about hardware. It makes me excited. Oh, yeah. Your Series S is going to support it because they believe in some type of refresh for the console system. So does this mean like the Series X is going to get a new powerful system coming? Maybe we hear something about next year. Who who knows? But it seems like uh, Microsoft is going to hold that as well in terms of hardware. Um, and you know. That that could be, I don't know who the Series S is for. I mean, like if you for newcomers, that's great. But if you own the Series S now, do you just why would you spend three fifty again? So it's like I guess it's targeting new people. If that's the case, then I yeah. would just get you know because I think the Series S is two ninety nine, right? Three hundred dollars or fifty dollars more gets you a terabyte. It's actually a pretty right. good deal. I'm not gonna lie, you know. So yeah. It's it, what another 500 gigabytes of memory. Yeah. Mm. The, the the elite S is going to sell like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what makes the showcase really good? Um, it's, I'll keep it short. Is that um, they, sh- they did a good job of messaging. We know what was Ward Papil, Ward Premier, which studio it belonged to, and then what's on Game Pass. I think they've nailed it to the common listener. Like these are coming to Game Pass. Here you go. Yep. Two, they talked about the games. Here we go. They gave us and they gave us a window, so I think they delivered on what they're supposed to deliver on, and I, I think it's a good showcase. So, yeah. nice. I like that. I like that that subtle jab at Sony. Of we know who's making the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like who's the team? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that who is that for? Snake Eater, right? The Snake Eater yeah. was making the Snake Virtue Eater Studios. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. But yeah. <laughs> Oh, because you know, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear, you know, Stinky is not one of the most known games ever. So why should we know who's remaking it? Mm. Exactly. Did you did you want to did you want to bookend as well uh, before we we move to Starfield, Arthur? Um, minimally, just you know, I didn't. You know, drill. I'm taking. You said you listened to the last episode. I'm taking that we all came into this. What I felt like nervous. And like, uh, oh, please, because that was also, remember, the last time we recorded, at least we were talking about the conference, that was on the tail end of Phil going on an apology train over Redfall. In a positive way, I guess right now, I, I'm not sure if I could speak for everybody. For me, after watching this, one, I'm over it. And two, Phil, you're back in my good graces. I mean, to be honest, for me, you never really left. But I think for, <laughs> again, but for a lot of people coming off the Redfall situation, seeing this conference again we were again i want to say like we were nervous and say hey this needs to hit the mark because they were going to be in catch-up or like apology or you know make up you know you know make up for the mistake mode and then went okay we're ignoring all that shit we got we got all this list of hot shit boom and they just killed it um so again just echoing you know comparing how we how i i felt 
from the Sony conference or at least post apology Phil, I went from nervous to man, like I said, like as an event, like we felt like we're back. We got, we got, you know, Sea of Thieves and Monkey Island to again, another great IP we're seeing, we're seeing there. Um, I can't wait for the next Dune movie. Now, whether I'm going to play this or not, it just, again, made me know that, okay, they have their, you know, they have their, you know, their, you know, their finger on the pulse of like, okay, Dune's the thing that we did Maverick and fight something right now we're getting Dune. You know, it's more of a niche, but, and I know we're getting more to the Starfield direct later, but yeah, man, it just, as we saw from the conference itself, I think it's a win. Game Pass was a little, Game Pass was all over the place. Drill, it felt like I was back at your place, thankfully sober this time. Of like Game Pass, <laughs> game, day one game. You know, and here's the difference to do. If not day one Game Pass, like it just you know, just so many games. Game Game Pass was all over the place. Church, it was awesome seeing, hearing Church lose his mind after all these Persona announcements. Another, yeah. e, you know, e, you know, each and like a dragon of like, this is this is what a, a Xbox showcase should be. It's funny that they, again, like they said, they came out and say, hey, we don't really have a 12-month calendar asterisk, but we know it's coming out next year. Even that alone is great because Sony ended their conference on Spider-Man 2. And it was like, when is it coming out? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who's making Snakeier 3? I don't know. Why are, you asking these, why are you asking these stupid outlandish questions? You want to know who's making it and when's it coming out? <laughs> um Yeah. But yeah, man, like just to echo what you guys said, I think best conference so far. Um, I again, I kind of already forgot about the Redfall situation. Um, I think Xbox, I think Xbox this year, this thing, real quick, I know I mentioned before, but I'm still impressed how I think they won the JRPG aspect of this E3 season, which I don't think they've ever really done. Like I've never walked away from a Xbox conference going like, wow. One, there's a lot of good JRPGs coming in. Two, now they're coming to Game Pass. So yeah. that was another cool thing. Hellblade 2, again, is something that try, right. trying to fight, wrap up was a lot of single-player story games, which is Sony normally kills it with that. And have yeah. Xbox kind of right there with them. Dude, the tail end of this year, but also next year, 2024 is looking to be a great year for Game Pass and Xbox customers. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up too, as far as like how you feel about Phil Spencer after like the situation that transpired with Redfall and whatnot. And, and I agree with you. I think the true Xbox fans, for those folks that aren't just like, you know, they're not clout chasing YouTube fucks, like, um, those who are true fans of Xbox, those who have been around for a while, like you guys, you know, as far as like through all of these games and, and through, you know, uh, and especially specifically under Phil Spencer's leadership, you know, after him kind of saving the, the goddamn system from going to hell. Um, yeah, I think I'm kind of one, I'm on the, the notion of like, you know what, like with what you guys showed me and what you guys are, you know, delivering for the near future, I'm, I'm good. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm, I'm willing to give it another try with, you know, Phil Spencer as well, as far as it's not like shitting on him. You know, I, to me, I was just more like a disappointed father. <laughs> you know, I was just like, I'm like, no, you know, like, it's like Jim Ryan, like we already know his direction, his vision. I'm just like, man, I can't like it, it was to and again i'm a sony guy i just don't like the console right now um or the direction of the, of the company right now but it was almost good for the 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 playstation conference to not be as good as it was to finally reflect what jim ryan has been doing i think a lot of people have kind of missed like forgotten about like the direction that he's going towards and then with the, the showcase as far as what they have right now for playstation it's like oh like 
this is like how come this wasn't like this how come this wasn't like this and like me and arthur like exactly this is what we've been saying this is what the directions yeah. they're going towards right. but um i digress uh i talked enough about playstation <laughs> i'm a PlayStation fan i, I swear um he says so... a giant green Xbox background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had to support you know I had support for today um so let's talk about starfield right uh, i guess i'll go first i know we talked a little bit about it throughout the show here but um, I was very worried in the very beginning and before we even saw this, um, I was like, man, I need this to go through. I really want this game to be it needs to be as deep as I, I'm thinking that it should be as far as just, you know, you can either do the story missions or you can do customization stuff. You can, you know, customize your ship, discover a new do all walks of life, do a bunch of crazy side missions and then some discover new shit. And it really feels like they're taking it to the direction that it should, right? You know, and and like I said, with having a 25-year-old IP, which usually is a huge red flag where it's just like, oh, my God, what are they going to do here? I really feel like it's in good hands. You know, I feel like the team is really actually passionate about it. You know, they don't seem like, because it's funny, I always, I always, I'm always like, ooh, when it comes to, like, developer interviews, you never really know, like, how they really feel about it and like you know whatever they're saying actually seems pretty genuine it seems like everyone seems to be really excited to work on the game so we know that the game has been pushed back a couple times but from what they showed i was very impressed you know and like and i remember church you brought up a really great point you said hey is this 60 or is this 30 frames per second i said you know i think it's a sharp 30 um and hopefully we get a, a, a nice 60 you know patch maybe in the future if we don't get it by a release but for what i showed i was pretty impressed you know and, and I'm, I'm watching on, a, on a, not like the best computer fucking screen but a pretty decent screen and i was pretty impressed with the flow of what i was watching combat looks really good uh i do like that it, it seems like there's a significant amount of dialogue like you said arthur as far as like oh there's there's mad dialogue lines like yes there's npcs <laughs> you know like if there wasn't any npcs i would have turned off the conference and said god damn it um so you know they're going back to their roots on that and then as far as the customization as far as okay you can even you know find the ectoplasm whatever the fuck to put on your ship <laughs> i think it's awesome to, to to do to do hr recruiting for your spaceship is fucking amazing i think it's hilarious uh having different dialogue relationship options great fantastic it's just it really seems like a world you want to sink your teeth into and that's like like the the, the the childhood kid in me is like yes like this is like the stuff that like me and my brother like would talk about like oh man it'd be great if there's the game that did this and this you know like those conversations we'd have like for hours on end it's about like that type of shit so it's it's cool to see that you know so um and yeah like i think like you said arthur like a lot i feel like it's kind of like a it's like a love-hate relationship with todd howard you know it's kind of like you ain't shit but you've done really good in the past but you ain't shit for 76 you know it's kind of like, <laughs> one, of those, it's kind of like one of those situations you know um but i'm i'm impressed with what i've seen i will say that i'm impressed with what i've seen i'm very curious about this this special edition this this cool watch that connects to my phone and it does certain things with the game that god knows what you know so i'm like and it looks pretty cool i, I hope that they they I hope that they execute this a lot better than the 76 nonsense, which we will go into, but we all know it was there. <laughs> so, so I'll just say that the controller looks amazing. I'm probably going to buy the controller if anything. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm on board. 
I'm on board. If anything, I'm definitely going to buy the controller. Obviously, I'm going to be playing the game, but uh, let me throw it to you, Church. Yeah, man, I'm listening to everything you say. I'm going through the process of trying to pre-order the Starfield Constellation Edition uh, to get this watch. It, it right on. Very annoying. They, they wanted me to go through GameStop, but I got to join like a membership, so fuck that shit. <laughs> a month, oh, no. <laughs> Unless if one of you guys already have the membership, let me know. Um, <laughs> but overall, like, I, I do... I am more excited for Starfield than I was previously. Starfield, I felt like it was a game that was not going to be for me. It, it's just, it was so big. I, I'm so limited on time. Like, you know, we all are walking, you know, we have jobs. It's like, can I ha invest into this amazing epic, which is supposed to be? And I think that's the answers we got here is that is this Elder Scrolls in space? And it, it seems like it is. It seems like the they have the yeah. in-depth and systems from every the last uh, Elder Scrolls game I played, which was Oblivion, and they have that. They have classes, they have races, they have jobs. They they showcase like what you're going to be doing in terms of mission bases, what the planets you're going to see. Um, it 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 seems exciting. It, it got more exciting to me the last thirty minutes. The first one, I was like, okay, you just explaining story, just show me gameplay. And that's what the last 30 minutes was for. I saw more fighting. I saw the skill trees for the combat. Things I'm interested in in terms of customizing the ship, which it seems like I'm going to spend so much time in settlements. I, I, I can get into Starfield if I'm just mining outposts and building a really cool ship and explore. Like my mission for that game, I told you guys while we're watching the showcase, it's like, yo, I'm going to go try to find Earth. They said like we start as a civilization that went out to space um, and started new Atlantis. I'm trying to go back to old earth. I think that's going to be some type of cool reward to see what happens to the old planet. So that's my whole goal. That's, that's the end game for me right there. That's cool. Uh, um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited. It's, I think it's going to hit. I think it's going to be a solid eight out of 10. I think it's going to have the side quest that we love from Bethesda games. Like, is it going to be, you know, a 10 out of 10 def game defining like genre of like uh, Tales of the Kingdom or maybe of a God will know, but it's like it's not really setting out to be it. It's so it's so expansive. Yeah. It's it's much more. It's a game that gets better. The more you play, it's not so linear. It, it, it expands itself. So what I saw was exciting. Um, yeah, I'm like, I'm all bored for that. I, I, I want it to be successful because if it is, it, it would, you know, set a precedent of like what xbox can do in terms of delivering games quality um so um that those are my initial thoughts on it man it's it's just really cool right on arthur bring it in man oh, i'm good i'm just like i said this is like xbox showcase bethesda this is my world so i'm go. just watching you guys join it see how you feel it out i'm like okay let's take a look but this is what this is what i want to hear like so what I mean by that is number one, I was happy for the showcase. I'm a diehard Xbox fan, as you know, and I am now excited for this game because every time Gerald talks about Starfield, I'm like, whatever, dude. Todd Howard's Todd Howard's a peddler of lies, <laughs> <laughs> but this this feels like again like what it should be, which what you guys are saying. It feels like Skyrim in space. Like when you when you see a trailer like this and you already set your own goal, not because there's an achievement, not because the, there's this, but again for church to say like, man, I want to I want to explore Earth. 
And then for Jarrell to be like, man, I want to pimp them ride. I want to hire people. I want to conduct interviews, fill out W-2 forms. <laughs> I mean, this is, I mean, I mean, like real talk, Jarrell, like Jarrell was one of the guys in Skyrim that collected all the book series because it was yeah. that in-depth. Skyrim was very in-depth. So to take Skyrim in space is a good thing. It's a simple way to describe it, but it's a great way to describe it. The other thing too, that really is making me excited for this game from what we've seen i think this is the smoothest looking combat in a first party bethesda game ever yeah because everything in bethesda is to a point slow and clunky skyrim had amazing combat it was not fast fall 76 and the follow games had combat it's clunky. You have power armor. You're not too fast. You may have like a stamina boost or something, but you're not really moving at a fast pace speed. This was the first time I think I've ever truly seen a fast paced, sleek, polished, functioning <laughs> combat system from Bethesda. Like that slide to jump pack boost to shotgun the face. This is all new territory. This is all new territory for them. Yeah. And I'm good they're doing it because a lot of people don't realize that this is new territory for them because in a way we've become accustomed to it. I've said one of the reasons why Skyrim is and will always be looked at the one of the greatest games of all time is because they delivered so many firsts. It's been more, it's been um, 12 years now, going on, to, going on 12 years since that game has come out. All those firsts, we have seen now time and time again, and now they're entering a shooter world, you know, that's kind of, I would say, beyond Fallout. There's a lot more mechanics we've kind of accustomed to. So when I saw a slide, a lot of people might go, oh, that's a slide. Cool. That's, again, for a first party Bethesda, now you can say, you know, it's software or arcane, but for the Fallouts and for the Skyrims, that is new. Yeah. And... The sh the shipbuilding, like we said in the in the 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 direct not the direct um the the deep dive one, um you know someone built a mech. I'm like cool. I'm about to roll out of Optimus Prime. I'm just gonna make the robot of Optimus Prime. Um, it's and a church brings up a really good point too because for a lot of us, but a Bethesda fan, if you did if I just, if I had to tell you describe a Bethesda fan, and describe a Fortnite fan. Shot in the dark guess, there's going to be a 20 or at least 10 year age difference in that mental picture. And so because of that, I'm, I'm immediately, like I told you guys while we were watching this, man, I have until September to beat Diablo. <laughs> because <laughs> the other thing for me in Bethesda games is you, you do invest that time. Like, I mean, just real talk. I put in 300 hours of Fallout 4 before the first DLC dropped. And that, one, that was when I was working a part-time, minimal, full-time job in retail, not with the responsibilities I have here. So I church is saying like, what, you know, hey, I'm looking forward to this game, but just real talk, it, it's going to take time. And so there's certain things about the game that I'm not taking me nervous, but I've, I could say like I've grown out of. So what I mean by that is, for example, where I was talking about in the showcase, how Bethesda tends to, especially Skyrim Fallout, tends to have loot every single thing that's not nailed to the wall. Oh, there's a pebble. There's a torn toilet paper. There's a car. There's a piece of cardboard. There's a rock. There's a fly. You like you just loot everything, and 
I'm mixed whether I how much I'm not I'm gonna get adjust to that. I feel like honestly I'm just really quick, but upon first impression, I've been playing RPGs recently where it's the trim the fat version. Like I touched Outer Worlds for a little bit, and I describe Outer Worlds as Fallout but trim the fat because there is loot, but not like you the second you open a kitchen, you can take every single salt shaker, every single fork, every single piece of toilet paper, uh, um, every crumb. You know, it's just a very in depth loot system that is normal for them but now that i've stepped out of that that detailed loot world and i've been playing other games I'm like well, like king of that like drill king's amalar you can loot but it's not like again you're taking every single plate out of the kitchen so the other thing too i'm looking forward to is settlements but i really hope they've learned the meme like it's it started as a meme but it's real talk i feel like in fallout 4 late mid to late game the settlements became more of a chore than a fun thing, or at least the way that Minutemen Quest was built from. Um, Church, I'm not sure if you're familiar with what I'm talking about, but there were settlements in Fallout 4. I did like the Summit mechanic, mechanic, but I kind of abandoned it because once you beat the Minutemen quest line, which is the quest line that really kicks off the whole settlement thing to begin with, every like 20 minutes is like, another summon to attack. We need your help. And just like, I don't, let them die. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the other thing about this game too, there's just so much. Like there's space combat. I wanted to see the space combat because I was curious to see what elements of No Man's Sky they took from very early on. The second Starfield, we started seeing more gameplay of Starfield. I want to say last year's conference or something. Every, you know, us, everybody included, started you know drawing lines between us and between this game and Starfield. The combat looks fun. Dude, the Drill, and there's another point you're correct on. This game can be as simple or as complex as you want it to be. That shipbuilding, dude, real talk, Drill, that's some Armored Core 2 shit. Like, and yeah. it out your <laughs> you know, you, you do your schematics, you, you want to add a staircase, you can add a staircase. Like, it's really detailed. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, another, because that's another thing I thought of No Man's Sky. In No Man's Sky, every ship pretty much is a fighter jet. Now, you might have a categorized, quote unquote, cargo ship. But you don't see it. You don't, you don't walk inside your ship. You're in the cockpit. You're, you're shooting. That's it. You're in cockpit or that's it. This is a living, a living, breathing ship. Like Drill, the, drill the, way, the way you explained it was perfect. You can essentially build a Star Trek Enterprise. Like this yeah. is a proper ship. Or if you want to do another reference. Oh, actually, I might, that might be a goal of mine, Drill. I might build a fucking Normandy for Mass Effect. Oh, there you go. N7, let's go. <laughs> so, there's a lot. Again, so it's a big game. But for those of you that aren't the biggest RPG or at least Bethesda RPG players, Drill has a point. This can be as simple or complex as you want it to be. You can build whatever ship you want or a mechanic that Church was excited about and like 30 seconds after he talked about it, you can dock. You want to you blow up a ship, you can blow it up. Or you want to like dock, board their ship and invade them like a space pirate, go ahead. And the mechanic, by, the mechanic of piracy is once you... Um, t once you dock and take over the ship, the ship's yours. So if you don't feel like building on a ship from scratch or doing that intense, meticulous, I would argue, uh, ship editor to a point, you could just see a ship you like and just dig it. That there's again yeah. so much that I'll just wrap up my wrap up my bit. I'll say this. Um, I'm now excited for Starfield. I am. I'm. I'm. I'm going to look to buy day one. I'm going to look. To, I'm pre pre-ordering it via Game Pass. I don't know if I'm going to do the digital edition to pay the do it early because I did it for Diablo, but honestly, I feel like I'm going to be spending more time in Starfield than I will in Diablo. 
I don't mm. know why. Just because that's just as Me much too. as I've been angry, but that's why that's why I've been angry at Todd Howard because I love those games so much. Right. So now to see a good another game from that company, I'm just like I'm getting itchy to come back. Like I missed you guys. I missed the good Bethesda game. <laughs> Yeah, and I think the last thing I have for Starfield is that the that direct video they did it the right way. Like imagine Arthur if they approach it the same way that the Dead Island Two video was. Remember, uh, remember where they sh- how they showed that video via State of Play, and we're like that video showed us nothing about about the gameplay. Oh yeah, remember that? It, <laughs> yeah, the, like Dead Island Two is a game I still haven't bought, by the way. Dead Island Two they showed us a lot but not what we needed. Like, uh, right. like for example, Drell, Mary Dead Island 2, we got like a ton of videos of here's this character, here's this character. He, she's quirky. He, he used to be a tattoo artist. Cool. This is an RPG. Who has attack speed? Who has crit damage? Who's the tank? Who's the range? You know, you don't come at me. Don't come at me. What does the skill tree look like? This, <laughs> yeah, again, yeah. show me what, this is an RPG. Treat it, treat it like one. Show me yeah. your skill tree experience blah 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 and they did that they showed the skill tree they showed it that's based on experience and challenges to rank up new tiers they hit all the questions they know i think i want to say they hit all if not not all most of the questions they knew bethesda players are going to ask for again church is asking about docking three two one you can dock um settlements is the one thing that i i would have liked to see more of but church reminded me they showed that more that the last time which i didn't, i kind of skimmed that one so you're right, Drill. Compared to like Dead Island 2 and other things like that, they did a they did a great job showing what they did in that time span. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, man. I think I think Xbox is leading the they're they're leading the showcase race here. I think there's a couple other things that are gonna be coming out this week as far as like the Ubisoft 4 where the Capcom has a showcase. Um, and I think somebody else that I'm missing. Uh, you said, that, oh, there's supposed to be an extended showcase as well. It should be interesting. Yeah, this on Tuesday there's an extended showcase. Well, I'm hoping that we get a deeper dive in some of the cool titles that we saw in the regular show. Um, just maybe as in depth of stalker that we got. Um, I mean, it, it's going to be great, man. I just, I don't know. It's, it, I'm just excited for Starfield. I think Arthur kind of covered everything uh, in terms of the detail. I think they did a good job of messaging what the game is. I guess yeah. my thoughts on it. Like we know what we're going to get. We just, we're just hoping that it delivers, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, I I got a question. Sure. Church, is that watch sold separately? I look. I, I say knowing I need to knowing oh. I need a new watch. <laughs> Bro, I just uh, or is it just the collectors? I I don't know if it's short separately, but uh, I went through the process of trying to pre-order this thing. I had like they wanted me to start a Best Buy account. This whole process. oh my god, get it? Yeah, it was just it was so much, man, to do it. So I just I. I don't know. Maybe I can get it if it's sort of separate. That's kind of cool, you know. I I don't know. Well, keep uh, us uh, keep us updated because yeah, that sounds like a goddamn nightmare. But <laughs> I, I, I I will say one more thing to wrap up the Starfield and Xbox real quick drill. Um, we mentioned hardware real quick. That's another win for Xbox, I think, for the Sony. We came out of the Sony conference hardware with like more questions, like who, like that that yeah. that um. Q link thing. Yeah. I'm like, who is this for? What's going on? They showed some new wireless earbuds and we're like, cool, thumbs up. But man, me, man, Gerald, me, you and Church, we were eyeballing that controller, dude. That controller is nice. It did look nice. It's it, it is looking pretty sexy. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll get it. Maybe. 
Or maybe when that... the world breaks, I'll just order it. Maybe they just keep having it in stock. So I just hope it's not like limited edition. <laughs> oh, Dude, yeah. yeah. In terms of total hardware, including this collector's edition stuff, including total hardware, we got a new update to the Series S, which is, I think, S is in Slim, console, the new terabyte, one terabyte SSD. We got the collector's edition um, watch, smartwatch, um, I've got the clockwork, I've what the brand or who's making it. Um, and then separate to the collector's edition, just accessories you can buy as is, is the Starfield controller and that headset. Yeah, which looks nice. Very nice. I think those, if you don't own any of those things or you need a new controller, I think those are the ones to pick up. You know, it has a little flair to it. So, uh. I also like how the controller, it shows the controller like things like the throttle. You saw the left stick has the throttle. Um, X is on reload, whatever. I thought that was oh, pretty yeah. cool. On the controller itself. On the controller itself. I thought that was really sick. I like the coloring too, that it's like yeah. the actual stick. The, not the top rubber bit, but the base of the stick is like a metallic red mm, that yeah. the rest of the stick isn't. I didn't know you can change that color scheme of the, the rubber being a different color than the base. Mm. I, I, I was, again, so so in terms of another pro, you no know, W for Xbox or Sony, the, the hardware, uh, again, Two parts of it is a collection edition of stuff, but either way, the controller, the headset, and that Series S walked away with a lot more thumbs up than the confusion that was the Sony's hardware announced. Yes, yes. Now, another showcase uh, happened after the PlayStation and before the Xbox, and I'm referring to the Summer Game Fest um, that Jeff Keighley took the lead of I, I know we're running out of time here um but i at least wanted to talk about it a little bit i know did everybody watch the showcase i know i know church you you, you saw you, you saw it i yeah, believe yeah uh, did you see it arthur and you saw some videos nope i saw like one or two trail i saw one or two trailers one i definitely want to talk about okay all right um so <laughs> so let me start here with the, the summer game fest i will definitely say when it comes to uh my wife's calling me uh when it comes to uh as an event you know arthur you're talking about like you know like it says it's a bunch of videos like give me an event jeff Keeley absolutely delivered as it being an event Good. you know there's a bunch of people in the audience they're super excited there's even some funny things where he's about to go into an ad where they first thought that he was he was announcing a game and he even said like oh no not that <laughs> you know so he was really in tune with his <laughs> audience on what they're looking forward to i said okay so okay he's sharp today you know um as far as some of the pluses you know uh showing more mortal kombat gameplay uh, for mortal kombat one at boone being on stage was cool uh nicholas cage even being on stage for dead by daylight as far as for his character being in the game but just just having nicholas cage there was like dope and he was like super he was he, he did a great job too as far as just him talking and, and whatnot um there were some really good moments i think in the middle of the showcase it kind of sunk down for me there was a to me it was like the the quote-unquote pay the bills ads so you had a lot of mobile games being shown uh, there's a few other games where it's just like, I don't really care about this. The Marvel Snap was one of the most cringiest things. Like, the two of the most cringiest things here for the showcase was Marvel Snap, where the guy, first of all, the guy had this really annoying, loud, like, like voice, and he was trying to up. He's trying to like upsell, like just like kind of go over like Jeff Keeley as far as like hosting or whatnot. 
And then he didn't even he didn't even say what the fuck the new thing was. Like he said, like because Jeff was like, oh, like because first he's like, oh, like I like your enthusiasm, and then he was like, so what's what's the new thing for Marvel Snap? And he, all he said, oh, what's a new mode called Conquest? But he didn't really explain what Conquest was. So there was a really confusing thing. And then there was this video that was supposed to be funny. It wasn't really funny. It didn't really still it didn't really explain what the Conquest uh, mode was for Marvel Snap. So that was like a really low low moment in the showcase where I was just like get this fucking guy out of here like what this guy just went up just so he can suck his own dick on stage like as far as it's like yeah I'm I'm on stage with a microphone <laughs> you know I'm like what are you doing <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the other cringy the cringiest moment to me oh and then side note Alan Wake was shown uh, I guess this really uh, sealed the deal for a lot of people being uh, interested in Alan Wake 2. I was interested since the the video of Alan Wake 2, uh, or yeah. that that was shown. I want to think it was during the PlayStation Showcase. That sealed the deal for me. But I yeah. guess the gameplay shown on Summer Game Fest, which was cool, sealed the deal for a lot of people. I was like, okay, cool. Like I I knew the game was going to be like that. There was a couple slight Arthur, a slight lizard people moments. <laughs> but I will argue that's how the game literally is played. <laughs> oh. You literally, you literally are looking in rooms like that. So, so I was like, okay, well, okay. I'll, I'll give it the time of day. But back to the cringiest moment: the twisted metal clip. Twisted metal clip. The twisted metal clip, man. So first, Will Arnett is on his phone. God knows where he is. It looks like he's about to get his feet done or something. <laughs> he's in a hallway. The camera's jagged. He's like, "Hey, I'm Will Arnett. I, I voice Sweet Tooth. Here's a here's a, a clip of the here's a clip of the the the, the, the video." And uh, these are the things that these are. This is exactly what Arthur and I were worried about. And I know, I know, church, you you share the same sentiments, as far yeah. as just when you have people that do an IP right, and then you have folks who just just shit all over it just to get a check. And my God, that's some of the worst dialogue I've heard all year, man. Like, especially when Sweet Tooth was like, "I'm a tall drink of water, while you look like a Hawaiian punch," and then punches him in the face, and then the thong song stuff. I'm like, what? the fuck is this bullshit and like it's it was even weirder the response of that some people really enjoyed that clip while other people were like are you fucking kidding me right now like i know kind of funny some people were like oh yeah i'm all for it blah, blah, blah. but like i'm like no this is fucking trash like what the fuck is this bullshit like are you serious right now like peacock you are not taking my money um yeah so uh, those are kind of my, and then obviously to bookend the summer game fest, uh, after the, after the, we have to pay the bills stuff where like, <laughs> you know, Jeff, Jeff's doing all that stuff. Uh, seeing the footage for Final Fantasy Rebirth, that game looks crazy. That game oh, looks yeah. great. I think it's the first PlayStation 5 game that's two discs, which is wild. Like, I'm a big fan of multiple disc games just from, like, the PlayStation days. But to having a PlayStation 5 disc that's two discs, that's insane. The original Blu-ray PlayStation 3 discs were, like, 55 gigs. And when, like, Metal Gear Solid 4 was like, yeah, it's, like, over 50-something gigs or whatever on Blu-ray disc. And I'm like, god damn, that's a lot of storage. So imagine, you know, years down the road showing Final Fantasy Rebirth. Very excited for that game. I know some people weren't impressed. I was impressed. I think the thing was just that people knew that it was going to be a thing because, you know, the Internet's the Internet. But the game looks incredible. And for it to be on Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest, 
I definitely have to applaud him. But those are my thoughts. I didn't mean to go over too much, but uh, I'll, let me throw it to Church. What are your thoughts on the on the show? Yeah, I mean, I think the summer show, the summer game showcase uh, was good. It was uh, I liked it more than the PlayStation game, and I think it may not have had everything that we wanted as gamers, but I think it was very important in a new genesis for Jeff Keighley. There's a lot of things that he was able to get in the show that can set a precedent of new important things to uh, to come. Um, what, what I think it's really cool and one of my theories was I felt like Jeff Kelly's platform is getting bigger than some of these uh, uh, companies like uh, maybe a Microsoft or even PlayStation can have. The, the draw audience members are so big that I think a lot of third party games are going to go to Jeff's show. Uh, third party companies are going to go to his show. And we saw that at the beginning. We got a new Prince of Persia announcement. Very excited. I, I love Prince of Persia. I like that this game is made by the Rayman Legends team. It doesn't yes. look like the Prince of Persia game that I wanted, but I'm intrigued to try it out. Um, Same. And to see how it goes, I can do a Metrovania-style type game. And then to follow that with Mortal Kombat it was huge. Um, just to even have Nicolas Cage come on stage at some point was really cool. So he's still ingrained into the Hollywood scene. He's, he's making more contacts, making the show bigger and better than what it was. And he's really trying to have that E3 moment. It's hard to judge the showcase because the next day he did have a, a feature where you can like media came and they can test games out. So it's all, you know, what we expect from E3. Um, overall, I you know you have to pay the bills on the show. That's to be expected here. So I'm, I'm I understand what's happening though. Um, it did drag a little bit in the middle for me. Um, it was just a little bit too longer than I would like. Um, but you know we got big announcements like the Spider-Man Two date, right? Right. That happened at huge. this conference. Yeah. Huge, huge, <laughs> huge, uh, huge interception from Sony. Yeah. 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 The one 2023 game. I mean, I guess after first spoken this year, but um, it, it's huge and. Liza and P. To, yeah, Crazy. to cap it off, they had Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I didn't know about the rumors going in, so it was a complete surprise to me. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. And, and I don't know why people feel underwhelmed about that on the internet. I thought that was a huge announcement. Looks uh, The game looked incredible. It looked incredible. The It was a Game of Year contender, FF7 Remake. It's one of the biggest well-known games ever, and it was debuted on his platform. Square Enix, again, chose right. to announce that on Jeff Keighley's platform. And I think it's going to be a huge win. So I think we may look at the showcase in years to come and realize it's just okay, but I think you can see the transition of how much pull and weight he's going to have in the industry now. And I think he's going to have a lot more uh, bigger announcement on his stage. I think he's going to outstage PlayStation a lot of times. I think PlayStation state of the plays, those showcases are going to go away and they're going to use jeff Keeley's platform to announce a lot more things and save them some money i don't think playstation has enough studios to really um hold a showcase alone without third party support i think that's what we saw here today without the ubisofts the square enix going to, to using them to pad out their show to the great first party games the, those third party uh, companies are going to go to jeff Keeley. So PlayStation's gonna, you know, the showcase is gonna suffer going forward. We we just seen Xbox today where they have a plethora of studios and their announcements going through, and hopefully they can keep this momentum, but they, they can hold a showcase by themselves. So we didn't we don't need too many outside of that. So I think Jeff Kelly did good. 
it was a perfect no, but I think next year or the game awards later this year is going to be better and just he keeps improving and improving. So I think you're right, especially too, because uh, Sony already said they're not going to Gamescom. So I'm like, <laughs> oh shit, I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of solidified your point. Yeah, it was news <laughs> that happened earlier, uh, I think this weekend, but go ahead, Arthur. I'm sorry. Oh, I just got my, uh, that's the upside having a joy brain. You get to surprise yourself when you remember things. I totally forgot about Jeff and the game of year, the game of the year awards. Dude, oh, the, oh, the SGF. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your awards, Jeff. Um, now I'll just say, I'll just say in brief, cause Miami, again, I really see it. I'm just, I'm happy to hear these. I'm happy to hear these things. Like, um, like kind of the way church put it, um, gen, the, gen, the, the, this next Genesis phase of Jeff saving us for, E three let us down. Um, <laughs> I just thought that's funny that I, that he that Sony's not really going to show up the Gamescom. So um, I can't speak too much into it. The only thing I can really speak to is the twist metal thing. Um, I immediately was like, I heard it was bad. After seeing it, what gamer thinks it's good? Like, yeah. here's my thing with twist metal. I think I think I had the most hands-on. That was my game, or that was, you know, of, of, of this group here. Dude, like I, I put in the chat, the last time Sweet Tooth was in a game was in Twisted Metal. He was a serial killer. His story was he killed his own family. And like we were saying, that the real story to Twisted Metal is you can get a wish through Calypso, through this monkey's paw thing. Um his motivation, the reason for him being is that he wanted to, he, he had regret that he never got to kill. He never got to kill his daughter. He killed his whole family, but he never killed his daughter. So his motivation during the whole tournament was to eventually get, get the, get, get to Calypso and wish to find his daughter. Cause she survived and he, she escaped. He, he doesn't know where she is. He eventually wins the tournament, wishes for Calypso to bring him to her. He doesn't know that she had since killed herself. He gets teleported to her coffin where he then, where he then, you know, eventually died, eventually dies. Cause he can't escape her coffin or, you know, the thong song. <laughs> this is again this is a character who his last motivation was his biggest regret in life was that when he killed his own family he never got the chance to kill his own daughter so so reiterating what we saw when this was announced as an action comedy i was immediately like big red flag turned off and i was talking about it too i know this affects a, i know this affects a lot of people but real quick it's like I was joking in chat. I know there's a strike in Hollywood, but if this is the stuff they're delivering. Bring on the G Chat GPT. Fuck it, I don't care. Because to take or if this is Chat GPT and miss the strike. Like I'm gonna go into like a again a short tangent is like this new millennial cringe t Twitter speak. I call it. It's like people people get like will get people get a positive feedback loop of idiots on Twitter that think this is genuinely funny or genuinely good. And it's fucking not like you can't take again, a serial, a serial killer whose regret is he never going to kill his own daughter and be like, you know what? I'm going to have him bond over, over the thong song. Like what? And, and here's the other thing too. Thankfully, I know, thankfully with the last of Us showcase with how good the last of us was shows like this are only being seen for what they are fucking terrible. And yeah. I don't wish ill will like I want, I'm not saying I want it to fail, but after Halo, which was also under, wait, no, that was Paramount. I'm losing track of all this shit. Halo was Paramount. <laughs> yeah. Halo was Paramount. This is Peacock. Yeah. Uh, 
get, <laughs> get together, guys. Um, again, t- calling, you know, just following The Last of Us. And I don't know when Emmys are. I'm sure that's going to win Emmys if it already hasn't to this. Like, this is, I, I'm not going to watch this. If someone, someone can give me, if someone literally gives me their Peacock account tomorrow, I'm still not going to waste time with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think what makes me even matter is that why does it have to be like zero to 60, right? So as far as like the zero being like, hardcore dark in your face and obviously we know twisted metal has a very dark storyline but like i feel like it's trying to be imagine like guardians of the galaxy but nowhere near as good of a story nowhere near as good of a screenplay right like i wouldn't mind if this was a lighter lighter than its original concept but if it just had really good dialogue and really good like just really good scenery and really good just like direction like if it was if it was a slightly lighter show because obviously you want to market to as many people as possible but it had really good writing and it had still had really good dialogue and it was still really true to the show in a sense as far as for some things being a little serious and not just complete campy nonsense high school high school movie you know uh, of a quality of, of a screenplay like why does it have to be zero to 60 like who agreed like yes this is the screenplay that i want these actors to read and to memorize like stop wasting will hernet's time <laughs> stop wasting you know homeboy's time who's the main person i forget his name uh anthony mackie stop wasting his time like come on man like what the fuck what the fuck so yeah i'm not watching this at all just to be quite quite yeah. frank um uh church take us home man <laughs> yeah, man. yeah when it comes to this you know garbage it's up there for like dragon ball z evolution for me uh the movie avatar the last Elbendo. Mm-hmm. it's just when it comes to these um ips like halo it just seems like they're not gonna be treated justly i don't know who the show is for mm-hmm. um especially since it's on peacock it, it it doesn't even seem like the type of IP to draw in new subscribers, right? So I it, it got greenlit. I I could see like there's an audience for that type of show. Like I did enjoy like the movies Death Race. You know that had an audience. They made like yeah. four of them bitches, right? Um, oh yeah. <laughs> um, even like I think uh, Quentin Tarantino had a similar movie. Uh, oh, yeah, Death Proof. <laughs> yeah, Death Proof. Right. Yeah. But it looks terrible. I'm not going to watch the show. I, I completely forgot it existed um, until they showed it. And then I forgot again because it's it just it's tragic, man. Um, but overall, I, I enjoy the showcase. It, it was it was amazing. Summer Game Showcase was a good, you know, prelude to what we got today. And Xbox saved the summer. It, it felt like a good E3 vibe. I felt excited for the first time um, in a long times. Um when it came to E3, and I think Phil and his team at Xbox delivered what they're supposed to. They gave us a roadmap. I, I got these dates recognized, and now it's it's time to knock these pins down. You know, we need yes. not just average games. We need a little bit above average. We need B plus, Bs or better. You know, it needs to be entertaining. Um, it, it's uh, it needs to grab attention. Um, and the good news is a lot of them are coming to Game Pass, so we we can day one play. We can get right into it, hop in with the homies. It, it, it's just fun. So I think they 
I can't think of anything more they needed to do. <laughs> and they, they just knocked it out. You know, I, I just want more for the sake of more. <laughs> but I don't <laughs> I don't think they missed the mark. Yeah, definitely agree. Are there any lasting thoughts before we close out the show? And Phil, we trust, man. <laughs> I need to get those shirts made, man. Uh, for, uh, I had to stop production on the shirts after Redfall. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> nah, I, I never lost hope for the man that saved Xbox. Yeah, seriously, seriously. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for us here again each and every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, discussing all things games. And one of your hosts, Jarrell, with me is my co-host, Arthur Thomas, and my co-host, Josh Church. Yo. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week.